the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 237. We're calling this one Zero Hour for very obvious reasons as we enter another battle against Carson in their house with another somewhat rookie referee. Uh, But this one's for all the marbles. It's a knockout match. It's real. We finally get to meet these guys in the Open Cup and potentially knock them out again. That seems to be our specialty against them. That seems to be the magic thing that we need to get across the line. So be it. Let's make it in their house. Let's get it done. So for all everybody jumping on, thank you for joining us today because we're going to have some fun with this one, cover some of the latest breaking news, talk a little bit about this bizarre match that we played as well. And yeah, get some community stuff out of the way as well. We got a lot going on. Let's get this going. Match day is tomorrow. Bam, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing all right. Um, another wonderful day here in Australia. Got the A-League All-Stars versus Barcelona tonight. So we'll see what happens there. Um, hasn't been much media attention in over here about it, but they only arrived, I think, two days ago, and they're already dropping C-bombs about Sydney in their posts. If you translate their their posts, they're saying that Sydney is a C-bomb, so it's funny. Now that's weird. That's a weird one. Okay. All right. Bizarre. So bizarre, but hey, rivalries, rivalries. How, that's how it's got to be done. Uh, Tony, how are you doing, sir? Raring to go. Just one more sleep, and we're there and ready for this madness. I'll be there. I know, Tony, you're going to make the make the trek, make the battle. Uh, basically, yeah. I mean, this is, this is all hands on deck. If you can make it, make it any old way you can. You got to get to this one. History can be made, so we're going to treat it as such. Um, give everything we can, give our all, and make certain individuals that apparently don't like us too much cry. So, game on. Bring it. Funny part is, it's probably going to look like uh, Bank of California South. Of course, minus the modern life of being in Los Angeles. Uh, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of black all over that stadium. It's going to be pretty wild. When you sell tickets on the open market, and apparently your, your fans can't even bother to sell the place out count on us to fill it for you so expect the unexpected it's gonna be fun uh, it's gonna be crazy and uh i don't know about you guys but i feel pretty good about it but before we get into the game before we get into the preview uh let me throw it down and send this one to tony let's cover some breaking news sir what's going on out there well we have a snake i'll, I'll just put the elephant in the room real quick and we'll just l- give him his five second of fame a wannabe Figo, a wannabe Ronaldo, can't even get our name right, is pretty much wanting to beat us be- and stick it to us. And he will never be mentioned his name ever again because he can't even get our name right. A snake is a snake. Yeah, he has trouble with numbers. Seems to be a thing with him, especially, you know, certain nines and tens he can't figure out. Um, passing the ball out of his own zone to anyone you know tends to be an issue for him big games are an issue he tends to get away with a lot uh he's such a great amazing player for them that they've just purchased a player from minnesota to replace him so uh good on him on that we all know he's a glorified squad player we'll see again this week 
what's going to happen. Um, I know it's it's classic locker room stuff for our boys. If anything, it's going to incite our supporters. It's going to just help help the cause a bit more with our players. One thing it's probably not going to do is do anything any favors for Raheem. Right? Snake's going to be a snake. He's not going to get much else than that. And so uh, that's all I got to say about that fool. Can't wait to face him tomorrow. Bam, look like you're shaking your head ready to go. Going to add something to it? Who are we talking about? Exactly. Is this re- irrelevant person? <laughs> uh, the guy that we're going to posterize tomorrow. That's what we're talking about. Tony? I was going to say, mind you, that was he was he was up for him. He gave him the benefit of the doubt. And he was actually rooting for you. And this is what you do to people who root for you. So a snake's going to snake. Yeah, he's a mercenary. Nothing more, nothing less. Next year, he'll probably be at another club because once you figure him out, you figure him out and you move on and find somebody more competent that can hang for an entire season. So all good. Bring it. We welcome it. It's just a part of the rivalry. So good on him. Out the door. We'll let we'll let you guys jump in with the comments in a bit and talk about that fool if you want. But uh, I think we've we've said our piece. Tony, what else is going on when in the real world in in actual Los Angeles? What's going down, sir? So as most of you know, as I reported last time, um, we have the beach cleanup volunteer on May twenty seventh from three to five. Um, it is with Heal the Bay and WSL. Of course, keep our beaches clean help out it's a good way to help out the community and help los angeles be a better place good deal what else we got going on sir so we also have um the kickball tournament which we finally have a date and all the teams participating um every team has a different different name so try to guess which sg is which except for a couple of them which they already know um, but there are some cool raffle prices that are going to be picked out if you buy a ticket. Um, first one is for North and North and Terrence tickets to um, which game was it? Sorry, let me pull that up. <laughs> do, 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 do. Um, but yeah, so if, well, I'll just go with the with four tickets to if I believe right to Seattle. So nice little thing easy nothing great crazy but it's nice not to be up there watching the, us do our thing and then relax and then the other prizes are two angel city fc tickets against portland but they are founders club so right where philly and scarf sit my favorite i'm not gonna lie is 100 churros <laughs> brought to you by a luchero bakery and the last one is um, LAFC uh, black and gold sambas that are seven and a half. So unfortunately, I'm not a seven and a half. Joseph, I know you're not a seven and a half. Nope. But um, it's got a good, uh, you know, good uh, play- placement. Uh, put like, I guess, statue, whatever you want to do it. Just like little display case in the back. Hang them on the scarf wall. You know, that kind of thing. That kind of thing. Uh, cool, man. Cool. I, you know, the, I, I love the names. I already know who BA is, so I'm kind of laughing at that one. I think it's hilarious because they're probably gonna come back hurt. So the name is perfectly uh, fitting of that side. I'm not sure I'm gonna be a part of this one playing. I might be a spectator for this, but uh, it's gonna be fun. 
I mean, again, you're, you're amongst family when you play in these tournaments. They're they're absolutely hilarious. So good on everybody who's made the donations. Join this thing. Uh, all love to you, to you guys. I can't wait to see what comes out of it. And uh, if I was going to make a side bet, I think Los Bad Hombres and uh, probably, ooh, I'm thinking D9 might go deep in this thing. Just a thought on that. I'm, that's my, my bet so far. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. And, of course, I will say this. BA goes pretty far in these tournaments. So uh, Dark Horse would be our, our BA. So uh, all fun, all good things. Can't wait to, can't wait for it to all go down. Um, other things going on, right? There happens to be an art show, right, Tony? Yes, there is. Uh, the 3252, remember, 3252, fifth annual benefit art show and silent auction is going to be held on Saturday, June 4th from 6 to 9 p.m. at uh, Evolve Soccer LS and all proceeds go to AIM. And if you've ever been to one of these, I remember it started with BA and then we and it continued on to 3252 and brings in more. It's a fun event, hangs out. Our very own DJ Fresco is going to be DJing this event. So get ready for some good tunes, some dancing, fun, and some cool art pieces as well. Love it. Yeah, and this stuff's been in truth, we haven't had this for a while because of the pandemic. And so there's been a lot of amazing, amazing donations that we've kind of had to sit on for a while. And, and so there's this really good amount of stuff, like really cool stuff that, that needs to see the light of day, let's be honest. And so this is your chance to go check it out and bid on it. There's some amazing pieces. So uh, every time we've done these, it's been a blast. Now that it's a full 3252 event, it's going to be even that much better. Um, that much bigger. It's kind of how things work at 3252. Uh, and so full the full the full measure of the full power should be a great time out. All right. Uh, and he said this one's from on June 4th. So it's coming up super fast, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's so pretty much get ready, get your wallets ready. Um I can't confirm because I don't know, but there may be a cool piece from a certain tattoo artist who has been around the been around LAFC. Just saying, just because mm. I there's connections. I'm not saying he will do anything. I'm not saying he this is 100 percent confirmed or in anything. This is just me going off my just thought process. Oh, that's 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 lovely. Uh, if you don't know. You probably already know. So that's beautiful. That's beautiful. All right. So with that in mind, with all the breaking news all set up, I think you mentioned the beach cleanup already, right? So you got that covered mm -hmm. too. But basically it is time to get into the football side of it. And the most bizarre match we've had so far in our short history, it is still a little short, the marathon in Columbus, the match that would never end. Something that's so bizarre that the watch parties all ended before the game even started. Yes, that one. Uh, yeah, we head to Columbus. Weather gets nuts. For those of us going to the viewing parties, by the time you got to the location, you're like, oh, I'm hurrying to get into this. And you realize, oh, good, an hour delay. Then, like, nearly a two-hour delay to the point where I stopped counting the minutes lost, time lost, and just watched lightning bolts fall and see the madness and see our guys go to warm up. And kid you not, they play for a few minutes and then get pulled again for another delay, which is so horrible to do to a player. Um, and then finally they do come out, they finish this thing. Oh, just, uh, just, I, again, just weird. 
they got through it. They stole the game. That's what matters most. Right, Tony? What were your big highlights from this one? And then we'll get into our own breakdowns on this bad boy. So we so – I can't say it was like a – we started off slow because we were on a four-hour, like, delay already coming from the West Coast. And now we're on another four-hour delay because of rain. So um, they were – they got at us really quickly. As, I guess, of course, we start slow. It's, I guess, in our DNA at the moment. Hopefully we can get that kicked out real quick. But um, they had a couple chances. We had a couple chances. Even fall with a nice header from across. It was a couple of scary moments, but Max playing, being the Max that we know, stopped everything. So we go into the half, nil-nil. And honestly, the, the first half is too much to talk about because it's so much to break down but it, it, like i said i think by that time most of us were like let's just get this game going yeah who do, who cares what it is it's just football let it go it's not going to be pretty can't be as ugly as the announcing of this match that is some special kind of bad uh but yeah second half kicks in the interesting part is our big question is who's going to play right back who's going to be playing right back we we're all kind of panicked about it we're like who's it going to be are they going to sacrifice a needed starter they didn't instead they gave it to fall as if the man wasn't versatile enough now apparently he plays right back too because i don't know about you but you want to increase your selling price yeah play multiple positions and be good at it which apparently he is and he almost got a goal in this thing so i guess he can pull up well from that side and also cover i know there was a few moments that were sketched for him in the first half just adjusting a potential handball I didn't think it was, but, you know, they were they were moaning about it, but it wasn't fine. But he still overall patched into it, did better than some of our guys that are actually meant for that position. Right. Some guys were paying to do that job, especially in Carson. I can think back not too far. Um, he did better in this match than those guys have done for several matches. You know, hard truth. Uh, he did his point. He did it what he had to do. He He, he stood out. Again, because he always does. Um, and, you know, I Ibiaga and Mario did what they had to do in the middle. It was an interesting lineup, a worthy lineup. The second half substitutions were good as well, bringing in a little bit more of our talent um, to lock things down, obviously. Second half, what happens? Pays off again, right? Dolo ball, second half, always better. And we get the victory. Bam, your impressions on this thing, you probably saw it better than us two in our crazy situations over here. Um, So... Obviously, it's supposed to be a 5.30 a.m. kickoff. I had my partner's sister's wedding that day, so I was like, not waking up early for it. It's a game that I'm just not going to wake up early for because it's going to be a long day as is. So I wake up around 9 o'clock. First thing I do, check my phone, check the score. Game hasn't started. Why hasn't the game started? Have a look. Ah, under rain delay. Awesome. Now, because of that, it's not going to be shown on TV here in Australia because time restraints and already... <coughs> Got games that got a show, so I won't show it. So down the rabbit hole of illegal streams I go. I found the stream finally as the game was kicking off for the first time and had a sound like awesome, perfect. Three minutes in, off another rain delay. Yay. So I start getting ready. Finally see that the game will be kicking off. So as I'm getting ready, get it back up. This one had no commentary sound. So I didn't hear the tide 
announcers at all. There was no commentary at all for this stream I found. But the way we've played with players like four playing out of position, I thought was really good. And I'm pretty sure last episode I did mention about us calling someone up that we ended up calling up. This guy. Yes. Bam <laughs> called it. He said Chris is going to get into this. He's going to get signed because, you know, we might need him. He joked about it. He wasn't joking, everybody. Last year it was all me making crazy predictions. It's Bam's turn this time around. Over there, over there. Yeah. Uh, he he rocked it, man. You got it right. Guy comes into the game, does the job he has to do on short notice. He actually features in the match as needed. Again, not the prettiest match, but the effective match. Sometimes you got to win games ugly. And we did. And I'll take it in a, in a situation like that. Right, Bam? Exactly. Especially at the way that we've been going lately, we need a grind at the win with the match coming up. We needed to get that win to get us into a good step. Key. Absolute key. Tony, your impressions. Um, It was, like I said, I almost made a watch party because of it. it. I was, unfortunately, I had to work and I was like not going to make it. But overall, the game was good adjustments. Like I said, I just wanted a tie to get points out of this game because the game we're about to talk about was the more important one in overall cup cup uh triples everything to get everything this season but i am so happy var finally chose us to be our grave and savior but it was overall a good transition good calls up good call up sorry and um moving forward i'm Happy of the result. It's a trip. You just look at the way the game played out, the way it ends up. We're on top of the standings yet again. Who would have thought that everybody else would have made mistakes this week as well and struggled? But they all did. Everyone had issues this week, except for us, right? Pretty cool. Uh, weird stat. We only have 35% of the possession of the match. 35%. I've never seen LAFC do that before. Um, of that, their expected goals were 1.77. So, yeah, well, the other team didn't even get to one. Uh, talk about counterattacking football and just simplifying a game and taking it. Good on them. Good on everybody. Uh, awesome. So I'm going to throw this before we get into the comments from everybody. Bam. I know we kind of skipped this last episode. Let's get into the top three, sir. Who are the top three? For me, I'm giving three points to four because he played a wonderful game out of his normal position. So for me, he gets the three points. Two points to Vela for getting the goal and one point to Sifu. Ooh, all right, all right. Tony. Um, one to Vela, or three to Vela, sorry. Two to Sifu and one to the Columbus defense for giving us those assists. <laughs> I'm going to give three points to Max. Max gets a full three. Why? Well, he's got, he got a shutout. We needed a shutout. He got a shutout on the road. It's not a pretty game to play in. The conditions stink. Yeah, they only got one big chance, but who cares? He still stopped it. Still did his job. There were moments of chaos. He held firm. So we need a shutout. He got a shutout. Good on him. Number two, fall, playing out of position, getting the job done. That was our hole. He had to swallow up Zilla Ryan all game, and he did. 
guy didn't do nothing. So good on him. He had the toughest assignment of the day, and he got the job done. And of course, Vela's the next for getting getting it finished. Simple. Uh, dude, did you see an actual shoulder charge this week that's legal? That was yes. nice, too. That was right. Nice. That, my friends, is a shoulder charge. So uh, that was nice from Vela as well. Good on him for putting the work. So there we are, guys. Your top three. What did, what did our listeners uh, run with, Bam? So our listeners for this week, um, it was unanimous with them all, all going Vela on top. Um, <laughs> a lot of love for Ilya as well. I thought he had a good game. And then uh, Sifu and B-Rod were the other ones that they were voting for. So, so it's looking quite B-Rod. good. B-Rod looks ready, doesn't he? He does. He He's... He's looking juicy. He's looking like the B-Rod we all want. I, you know, you can't help but feel that there's got to be a goal in him at some point. It, it's coming. It's going to be there. It's going to be. And hopefully, they just start clicking this game. And let's get into it. There we are. Nice. Love it. All right, before I get into the Vinyl Club Minute, I'm going to throw it into comments and throw it to you guys. See what you have to say. Tony, go for it, sir. You got something to say. I was going to say, um, I apologize to our listeners if you wanted a full recap of this game, but this game, as you know, is not as important as what we're going to be talking about soon. Again, Columbus, there are multiple podcasts that break down this game even better. Counterpress is the best tactic ones if you need to tactic wise, but we all know why you're here. So let's get into comments. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's going to draw itself out in the comments anyway today. So, uh, yes. Uh, moving on. Let me see. Who was the first in the mix? It's Jibble. A new one. There we go. Welcome, sir. Yo. Roberto Espinoza jumping on. Mark Lopez in the mix. Roberto Espinoza, usual suspects. Love it. LAC Beast in there as well. I like this one. Snake eats crow. How about crow eats snake? <laughs> How about falcon eat snake? Right? Let's do that. Let's do that. Um, I love it. Mark Lopez. That snake was shaking in that interview. Cold-blooded. He's scared of us. He's shaking because he has no choice in the matter. I think he was giving us a signal to free him. Um, maybe it's in his contract. He has to say stupid things about this rivalry. That's why they're keeping him employed. Uh, <laughs> Mark Lopez, saludos la banda rayada. All right, all right, love it. <laughs> B says seven and a half is too small. There it is, but he's in for the churros. Love it, love it. Uh, Mark Lopez, 100 churros in a box. Are we taking a churro punch card situation? I'm down either way, right? Could you imagine 100 at one time? Can we do this in like 20, you know, multiple incre increments over 20 years, like the lotto? I mean, that's probably better for all of us. Definitely better for the waistline. Just saying. Uh, for yes, four hour weather delay. B says, uh, I never gave up. Knew the game was going down. Found myself doing dishes and chores during that time. Keeping busy. Love it. That's He's warming up. That's how he warms up. Roberto Spinoza going to delay to another day. There was rumor of that. There was conversation of that. They were actually planning it just in case. There was something in the cards. Uh, could you imagine? Ugh. Uh, 
<laughs> Mark Lopez. Peace. I cleaned so much. My house was waiting for the game to start. I love it. Uh, Beast said MLS Pro did their job this time, disallowed two offside Columbus goals. Did they even release a video on that one? I don't know. I doubt it. Nope. They only no do that video. Mm -hmm. Only when it goes against us. Um, honestly, the way Columbus played was a bit disrespectful. Yeah, I mean, they're at home. They're desperate. They, Their coach really is on the hot seat right now. There's a chance he could get dismissed before they even get the all-star break. They're struggling. That's for sure. Uh, Beast, Vela and Sifu punished the crew on their mistakes. Could have ended 4-0. B-Rod missed a golden opportunity. Chicho was good. That was a good piece, but saved by their goalkeeper. And they have a good goalkeeper. He just was in an unfortunate situation where his team let him down. For sure. Mark Lopez, knock on wood, sir. B-Rod goal coming in tomorrow. He's done it before. Mark Lopez is getting kind of giddy here. He's saying two goals. Chill, chill, man. <laughs> Get one, and then hopefully the floodgates open. Yep. Ox, b is looking like he's ready for that goal. Hunger. For, I, dude, he does look ready. Here's the thing in this series. It used to be this first team that scored got into trouble, right? And then they came back. I don't think that's the story anymore. It's a little more traditional. We need to get out there first. We got to get through the first 20 minutes. We'll talk about that more. But, yeah, I'm with you guys. Like, we have the guys capable. We just need to make it happen. Uh, Beast, what I didn't appreciate was uh, the second half of the game, straight up horrible play calling. Dude had no energy, killed the vibe from the game. Yeah. Uh, I, I see that, sir. Uh, ooh, we got another another new face in the mix. Risk one, two, four. Welcome, sir. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on uh, the, the Chiellini transfer? I see on Twitter that the fan base is very divided on it. I think it's money in the trash. I'm for it, though. Experience meeting defense. Clearly, Tony needs to answer this. Go for it, sir. All right. So, as most of you know, Chiellini is a top-tier defender in in European and Italian. He just came off winning the Euro, so it's not like it's like we're getting a 37-year-old like down on his luck coming to MLS to retire. He just won the Euros like against a young English team. Mind you, most of them are, I believe, like their average age was 24 on that English team. So he kept up with them. So there's no, there's no, uh, like, he doesn't need to worry about pace. At, at that age, you kind of know how to play the game and know how to rest yourself, when to move, when to not move. It's going to be good leadership in general because it's going to help fall. It's going to hopefully help Murillo. And also there's another, another voice in the back to help Max, like, pretty much navigate that whole defensive side. So yes, the money we're he's not in the pro and the big thing about it with the money is it's not DP money. So we're still coming for a DP in the summer, in the summer transfer market when that opens up. So yes and no, it's, he's coming down, but at the end of the day, it's, it's going to be good. And I will be the first one to buy a Jersey in at large. I think you'll be the second. Let, let's be real. Casey will be the first. No, I'm buying large. the first to give to him. That's why it's a large. Oh, they're oh, gifting. Okay. Yeah, you get the wristband. You go. I get it. I get it. But yeah, dude, honestly, the age gets me a little worried, but I also know that we have a lot of players to cycle. And so you don't have to burn him every week. I also know that he's a leader, a true leader. And if you saw what he did in the last match, 
again, sacrificing himself, right? Bleeding all over the place for the seventh or eighth time. Um, he is a warrior and we need warriors, especially in rivalry matches, especially tomorrow. We need guys that are willing to get stuck in. This is a player that always gets stuck in. He kind of likes getting stuck in, but he's smart about it. We need that. And he's got the skills. So it can't hurt, especially not a DP. So I'm I'm with it, man. I'm totally with it. I wouldn't really normally go after an older player, but he's not a striker, man. He's not an aging striker. He's a center back that can buy you some years. So it works for me. Bam? 100%. I see him. He's a great player, but I don't want him just for his playing ability. I want him for his experience. And you got players like Fall, all the young kids around him that will learn so much that they'll just exceed their own expectations with him there as guidance. Getting him as a non-DP is a bargain, is an absolute steal. The fact that we can get him under Tam, Gam, all that kind of stuff, having his experience, having his wealth of knowledge to be able to pass on to the young and upcoming kids of the, of the team is amazing. And it's not like we don't have money to spend. We're ranked, what, like 10th in the league in spending right now? That means we have this, like, war chest ready to go as the season progresses, and he's one of those guys. And that's still not going to push us probably into the top five. No, we're close. We're still going to maybe eight, you know? Maybe that does it. Won't even be that because, again, he's not a DP contract. So we're in a good spot. Financially, everything looks good in terms of building this to get even better by the summertime. He's just one more piece of that. Good stuff. Thank you, Riss, for tossing that up uh, so we could we could talk about it. Well done. Uh, Ox, screw the beast. Dude was putting everyone. Yeah, the announcer was trash. That's for sure. Hire Philly. He'll do a better job on Twitter. Trust me. He'll kill it. It'll be exciting. We'll be good. Hire Philly. Uh, Ox, I want to see Chiellini. Could put in work as a mentor as well. Yep. Ooh, Smalls in here. Coming in aggressive. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, he says, we're winning tomorrow. I'll be in section 237. Sounds familiar, sir. See you there. Uh, up, upstairs, getting the business done. Love it. Libby, welcome to the show. Love it. Uh, says, I'm all for Cialini. Yeah, there we go. Cialini camp in the mix. All right. Good stuff on you guys. Time to transition into, yeah, you know what we're talking about. Uh, let's get into it. Of course, before we talk about the football Transition tra dictates the Black and Gold Vinyl Club Minute. You're like, what? You switched it up. Yeah, I did. Uh, right after the comments. So here it is. I had to find a band, an artist from Columbus. This is no easy task. I'm, I'm figuring finding one from Carson is going to be more difficult. But finding one from Columbus wasn't that easy. So I found one. I did. He doesn't live there no more. In fact, he didn't get famous there either, but I thought it was an interesting choice. I'm going with Dwight Yoakam this week. You're like, what a country artist. Yeah, I did. I went Dwight Yoakam. Uh, why? Born in Kentucky, raised in Columbus. Moved to L.A. to become famous and get his career off the ground. I think that's a classic story because most people come from Columbus. They don't go to, right? Uh, so <laughs> classic. And you're like, well, what do you want to listen to? Go with the first album, Guitars, Cadillacs, Hillbilly Music. It is entertaining. If you like the Bakersfield sound, he's all about it. A little more twang, a little more honky-tonk. It's good. I'm telling you, if you like that kind of music, and I'm good with it. Again, I have crazy tastes in music, and if it sounds old and even remotely rockabilly, I'm going to be all on board anyway. So 
I'm happy with it. I love it. Um, you guys are like, dude, you picked a weird one. Yeah, I did, but we never go totally traditional with these things. Bam, you got you got something to say, man. Jump in, man. I just had to Google who that was because never heard of him. So <laughs> I'll after this episode, I'll probably listen to a couple of songs and <laughs> oh, see where we go. <laughs> yes, it wasn't a democratic process this time, that's for sure. But because uh, the other guy had, I mean, there was like a member of a, a band, but not the actual like band. I was like, dude, okay. Well, look, we'll with co- with country yeah. music, if it's not Slim Dusty, I don't know them. So, or Troy Casadaly. It was not who, one of those guys. Who's that? What talking about? I know. I feel like he's brought up more names than we know. Good lord, man! I don't know that much. I know old country, man. That that's that. Yeah, not not this pop with tank twang stuff, man. So uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Love it. Uh, <laughs> some comments I'm going to have fun with in a little bit. Just looking at the bottom here. That is hilarious. And I will add into that. All right, cool. So you got it. You know what to listen to. Enjoy it. Again, that's for Columbus. Challenge to all you finding somebody decent from Carson because that's a rarity. Uh, all right, let's get into the match. LAC versus Carson. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Bring it. It is time. The rivalry continues. And we got blood, right? We got We got some revenge in our minds. Um, especially after the last one where scored three league decided on one, uh, <laughs> been the better team. We know that should have won the game. We know that let things slip very obvious, but also got ripped out of the game. Yep. That is how it is. And we have to go back there again this time that we got to go back there without VAR to help them. But then we have a U.S. a glorified USL, uh, referee. Oh Lord. Uh, without VAR to get the job done. I don't know if this can be a good thing because they'll let them, you know, get a little rougher than they normally are. Let them play a little bit. I pray they let them play a little bit. Um, don't get ticky tack with this thing. It's got it's a rivalry. You got to get hard. Got to do it. Like it's got to be a tough game. Let them let them play, man. And I'm hoping that's going to be the case. USL games tend to be a little bit more chippy anyway, so maybe that's a good thing. But going into it though. You know, the Galaxy's not not doing so hot. Uh, they're not in the place they were the last time we played them. They seem to be in a really odd little world. So, bam, run a form. What is going on in Carson? So, the last three games, they've had one draw, which was a 1-1 away to Minnesota, and two losses. They lost 3-1 at home to Dallas. I mean, it's Dallas. And then they, last game, lost 3-0 at home to Houston. Like Dallas are better than they have been the last few years, but Houston, Houston are trash. What what what's even more trash about about it though? Look at the stats from that game. Possession. Carson had seventy two point eight percent possession and lost three nil. Yeah, they had sixteen to fourteen shots on goal, six on target to eight on target. Crosses, 20 crosses to five. Corners, 11 to zero. (laughs) I'm sorry. 72% possession, 20 crosses, 11 corners, 16 shots, six on target, zero goals. What the hell is going on? Did they hire Bradley? Oh, I went there. Um, No, right? I, I did watch this abomination of a match. Uh, 
a goalkeeper did kind of stand on his head to get the job done. I mean, that did happen, but there are a lot of shots right at the keeper. Um, they sacrificed some of their best players in the first half at their own expense, but you know what? They panicked and brought him in anyway, and it still didn't, it didn't get him out, out of it. it um, yeah, bad. Yeah. The thing though, and I'll, I'll say this every time we play them, they can lose every game this season, but when we play them, it's a different, different side. It is a completely different side. They step up for us. We step, mm-hmm. we need to step up for them as well. They can go on a 20 game losing streak. We play them. It's not the same Carson. No, they, they know what's at stake. They know what's at stake. This is all they have now. They're like, hey, well, what about, what about the, the cups? That wasn't on our watch. We weren't around for that. We weren't around to knock you out of those tournaments. Probably would have, but we weren't. So it doesn't matter to us. We don't care. It's now, okay? And now we're not playing where we should be. The rivalry isn't where it should be for us, okay? Yes, they play bad. Yes, they make mistakes. And I'm with you, man. Whatever happens, we kind of lose our way, and they find it just for this game. Good thing is, they do look really bad right now. They're having moments. You know, the the game against Dallas, they were 3-0 at halftime down. I think it was a Ferrero walked the ball into the goal pretty much. That was hilarious. Huge error right there. But it could have been four or five in the first half. It was a complete destruction. And they're lucky Dallas led up because that's what happened. They could have been way worse for them. Um, they're having issues with positional play, with defensive play. Something that was strong for them is no longer strong. You know, so that's really interesting. Um, I threw the power rankings for the guys to read today, just as notes, because I thought it was an interesting write-up. You want guys want me to read that, or Tony, you want to get into the good, bad, and the ugly? Um, let's go into the good, bad, and the ugly, and then let's read into the power rankings because, like I said, the good, and bad, the ugly for this one is literally throw everything out. It's, at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is we've never won there. We're and we're we, and that's about it. That's all that matters because. There's, as as everyone can say, we can they can be losing all the way is, but when it comes to a rivalry match against them at home, there's something about it at the moment where we cannot seem to either a catch a break, b beat them at home, or just show up. So, at the end of the day, the good and bad, the ugly is the only thing that matters is we haven't beaten them at home. So it's just ugly, ugly, and ugly then. Correct. Gotcha. All right. I like it. I'm with you on that. I agree. Uh, just so you know, I know. Write it off. I don't write it off, though. There's there's the signs of life for us, something that we can build on. Not like they're going to be something you can write off, but it's something that you can you can fight with. Again, Raheem's not, not a guaranteed starter. They're not settled at left back, apparently. Uh, they're, they're platooning a new player they got from Minnesota, so that gets interesting. Um, but I like this. In the span of three games, the Galaxy have gone from first in the league in open play defense to not really close to first place in open play defense. Uh, that's by actual expected goals. So if they aren't an elite defense team like we thought they could potentially be, and if they aren't getting production from all of their high-paid wingers, and if Chicharito hasn't scored in his last eight games, then what are they? It says, I'm worried the answer might be a pretty mid-team with not-so-mid payroll. It's too early to ball entirely 
uh, bail entirely on the galaxy as contender hopes, of course. But it's not like we have proof of concept from this group being one that excels as we get deeper into the season. Uh, pretty harsh. I know it's just the power rankings, but yes, Chicharito's gone eight games without a goal. That that's real. He's got to feel like he's due, just like B Rod feels like he's due. Um, there was a goal, uh, I guess, a free kick goal from from Costa, right, in one of these matches. So there's that. Uh, yeah, again, they're having struggles defensively. Is where they're looking a little suspect right now, which is good for us. But again, execution are it's all us. You know, this game is going to be all us. Once again, once they know what they're going to put, you know, they're going to fight us. It's going to be us. So looking at the rest of the stats and this is where I go like, hey, yeah, pump the brakes a bit on the on the recent uh, experience. But if you look at the numbers going in, putting all together, their offensive and attacking numbers. Look stronger than us by a bit. Yes, the finishing hasn't been there, but the production of chances has. And that's real, especially in these games, because they tend to get a little bit better. Um, 68, 61% possession to our 58 in shots. They average 20 shots, 20.5. But the funny part is they only get seven on goal. There's the story, right? Their finishing has been atrocious. Ours, we average about 13 shots with nine on goal. A couple more on shot a game, but again, we don't shoot as much. Uh, block shots, they average, and that's where we're kind of funky. Uh, they average 6.5 block shots a game. We average we average one. How strange is that? Uh, total passes, they average about 591 to us, 504. Accuracy, 86% to 82%. It's interesting. These stats used to be reversed last year, right? It's not the case. Corners, 10-5. Yeah. Uh, but on the other side of it, uh, duels, one, we're better now which is a huge difference for us this year. We average 48%, they average 41. Uh, tackles one, 15, them 9.5. Saves four and a half to their three. Clearances 11 and a half to their 10. We average even on fouls, about 15 a game. And yellow cards, negligible. Red cards as well. So it's really interesting to see where things are kind of playing itself out, where this thing could be. What does it look to me if I just read the tea leaves of stats is that if we play a counterattacking game against them and swallow them up and hit them on transition, we can burn them badly. In other words, don't get caught out of position, pushing up all the time. As, as Dolo talked about dropping the block a little bit lower um, in past matches, is it needed to, that could be something you might see from us again. Uh, under that now looking at their system and potential 11 bam this is an interesting one because everybody's kind of getting healthy at the right time right yeah it is um going by what i can find they've only got two players that are currently out injured so you got villafana who's out to early june and Soldana, who's also out to early june so they're only missing two players and for us thanks to ben earlier We've, only, we've got the three that are out injured that we already know will be out. And Jadrew Shad is the only one that's questionable. So that means Blessing is back. Hollingshead is back. So pretty much everyone is back for us too. So the starting 11 Escobar. is going to be real interesting. Escobar is Escobar. back. Ooh, love it. That'll help. That'll help big time if he's available. Okay. I mean, we love Fall where he's at, but we love him even better in the center. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oof. all right, that's good news. I think we might have been sandbagging a bit here. Sounds like it, right, Tony? 
a little bit of sandbagging. Oh, a hundred percent. I when I when I saw that uh, Ben posted that we have a couple players back on uh, the off the injury list, I was like, hmm. I wonder if this was a tactical play from our, uh, you know, head office and everybody involved to uh, kind of throw some, you know, false information. I mean, even that they were listing them as mid-June, right? We talked about that in the last episode, that the listing was June. I guess not, guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, fine gamesmanship, gentlemen. I just hope they're, they're ready for this thing, and it's not just, you know, happy to have them on the bench, but effective in making it happen. Good. All right, looking at the potential lineup and actually who their impact players are. Uh, against Houston, against every team the last three games, they pretty much played the... 4-2-3-1 setup. And of course, the last game, again, they didn't start with all of their starters. So I, I'm kind of going to throw that one in the trash, right? Because Jovalich was up front. We know that's not going to be the case. I think the only thing is the back line doesn't change much. So that was interesting from it. But let's go a little bit farther back to the Minnesota 1-1. That one looks a little bit more realistic as to what we should expect in this game uh, with Bond in goal as always. God, I hope he messes up like he did against Dallas. Uh, Williams and Kuba Bali holding down the, the center back position. The left back story is going to be interesting. You now have a battle between uh, Gaspar from Minnesota. They just got him. And Snake. We don't know who's going to start that. Could be either one. Um, I would assume I would assume the Snake because, you know, he's slithering around and making a lot of noise right now. So... Probably going to be him. Right back, Araujo. Who could? Who else could it be? Right? Pretty straightforward. This is the big difference for them. In the defensive midfield, you have Ravelson, right? Ravelson. Why did I mess up his name? Ravelson. And then you have Delgado, who missed the last time we took these guys on. That's, you know, Mark Delgado. Uh, okay, Marky. Uh, <laughs> that's who we're taking down. Um, but that's okay. You know, their best roster, that's fine. It's better that way. Uh, midfield, basically, you have Costa out on the left. You have Alvarez in the middle. Cabral on the right. Chicharito up top. I don't think I'd expect any different than that. I think that's probably the best lineup they have. I can see some other names on the bench that could be a story, but have found themselves out of the lineup for, for different reasons. Uh, certain names that stand out to me, of course, Grand Sir was getting more play time. Now he's not. Uh, we at times shifts into the D, uh, Vasquez at times, we know what he can do. Um, even Zavaleta and D could see minutes. And of course, Kleshton seems to always get minutes against us. It's just a thing. So that, that's what I see from the lineup from the Minnesota match where they actually got a draw against them. Um, yeah, only difference. I think Raheem comes in rather than, than Gaspar. Maybe I'm wrong but I'm thinking that's where it's at. Bam, you look at this roster, what do you think? I think you're pretty much spot on. Like, um, going back, looking at the last game that we played against them in Carson, Grand Sur started, so maybe they might bring him out for that. Um, but besides that, I think it's fairly spot on. So we'll see what happens tomorrow when they come out. Yeah, and I think clogging the midfield is going to be their story. I, I don't think it's going to be any old way. They see what we have. They want to overwhelm who we have there. 
Um, for us, the question, I think it's more about us again. What are we going to line up with? Are we going to shake things up? Is it going to get weird? Um, just looking at the subs again, I look at them and yeah, Vasquez did come in. Kleshin came in. Gasper came in. Yeah, it's looking. Uh, Jovalich, yeah, okay. So who we thought might play. Um, it's us. You know, who are we going to play? How are we going to do Are we going to play a 4-1-4-1? Are we going to play the 4-3-3 that we seem to be enjoying lately? Uh, it's tough. You know, what do they want to do with this team that is going to overload its midfield? That is what they're going to do. They're going to try to control the middle of the pitch, dictate plays against us. I know, right? Galaxy doing this? Aren't they usually just absorb they had to the last game because they were missing delgado they have him back now so it's a different story from them expect a little bit more punch from them in this game because of that they will take chances they will move up on us because they can they have the lineup now that they want against us so what uh, do we do breaking breaking news just got a mm -hmm. message from ben yep uh zavaleta collision and Colbilly are out for Carson. Hey, tomorrow. there's your update. All right. So question who they really rely on him against us. He's out. That's good news for us. Kulavali. Wow. So that gives a big old hole in the middle there. I'm sure that's Dupuy, right? Could it be anybody else, ma'am? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. I'm looking at this and he said Zavaleta too. Yep. It's Another defender. Ooh, that's bad news for them. Good news for us. So Edwards is starting. He has to, right? I mean, Gasper's yeah. there, but I don't think you're gonna shift Gas Gasper's on the outs. That's that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, um, he's saying yeah, that the they're all injured. Oh wow. All right, yeah. The Kulavali loss is huge for them. It really is. That that's one of the few guys that have been kind of steady, right? Not steadily brilliant, but still steady. Um, and so Dupuy, who's been, I mean, let's look. When is the last time this guy got some decent minutes from them? Uh, not much. No, not much. So that that's interesting. Really interesting. Um, looking at it, of course, we know Chicharito. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, he got 90 okay. minutes. He got 90 minutes uh, against Houston and 90 minutes against you minnesota so but his yeah. rating against houston is a 5.5 but he's with koulibaly in the lineup <laughs> all right now that's good news for us um not like it's not like they're going to crumble off of this but it's still a complication that they're dealing with as much as we've had our complications as you all know um but yeah good news a little bit um Again, for our side, they don't have to worry about that. They just need to play their game and get ready for it, which, again, brings it to us. Now knowing that they have to get a little funky on their back line, and that's really the only place affected, do we go at the 4-3-3 and just try to hammer these dudes? Or do we do we sit Ilya a little bit deeper back and take a more conservative approach to this? Um, I think we're, I'd like to see us play the 4-1-4-1. But I don't think we will. I think we're going to go with the four three three. I think we're going to stay with the four three three. Go at them. Make it. Yeah, up. I think, make it I think that's what we're going to do. So, 
like we play magnificent with the four one four one with Ilya holding back in the diamond, but I I don't see us doing it against that. Do you think it's the Rodriguez effect when he comes in? We play a three up. I think it is, but I'd love to see Rodriguez in the four one four one lineup. You got to remember, last time we played them was when Rodriguez got hurt in the game. Yes. Yep. So he's got a lot of anger, I reckon, for this game. Yeah, he's got an axe to grind. That's for sure. What a, what a match to come back in the starting lineup against them. And now finally get the proper run out. Question is, who's his neighbor for this game? Who do you put in next to him? If it is the 4-3-3, seems pretty straightforward, right, Bam? Yeah, it's got to be the three the three big names up top. It's It's got to be... B Rod Vela teacher up top. Uh, that's yeah. as much as I want to see a poker up there for this game. A poker on the bench. I mean, we, there is a situation where you could have a poker and Latif coming off the bench. Yeah, uh, I don't care who you are. That's not going to be fun. Really, that that's that's a nice ace in the hole to have. So that brings us to mid. Do we think either of those two start in the mid? No, right? No. No, especially with Latif coming back from an injury. Again, a shocker. Ilie, Sifuentes, Acosta. Is there any other conversation to have? No. No. So the top boys are ready, right? It becomes a backline story. That is a conversation. That is the debate. Goalkeeper is not a debate. It's max. Done. Finished. Got that. Center back pairing. Who do you think it's going to be? I'll start with Tony. Give Tony the shot at this one. Tony, you go for it. 100% flaw. Um, Palacios has to start on the left. Mm -hmm. Mario, right? Yeah, I was thinking about it. It's like you have to go with kind of experience, but it's like not Bob. It's Dolo. But I feel like Mario is the right choice in this situation. And I don't know how healthy it is and how much of a red herring the whole injury out for till June. I say Escobar on the right. Escobar, you think he, he gets in? He, here's a nice thing. They're both coming back, which means yeah. they both can split time, right? Mm -hmm. that, it, that is a potential. Uh, Bam, do you think, do you think uh, Tony's on the right path here with this back line or do you th think, think you're going to see something a little different? I, because of Escobar, I don't want him rushed. I'm going to say Escobar's on the bench. We're going to go Palacios on the left. Rillo is in the center. Ibiaga in the center and fall back out on the right. Because it worked. Because <laughs> it, it worked. It, it, it worked. Like I was tossing up. Do we put fall in the middle and Holling's head out there? But it's all up in the air. Either way, fall starting, whether it's right back or center, fall is starting. Without a doubt, that's that's all it is. I'm if Escobar is hundred percent and can play sixty minutes, then he starts. If Dollar doesn't think he can play a full at least sixty. Then he's on the bench. So, 
it's tough. I mean, again, the mystery is right back. It's our conversation yet again. Um, even though they're not on the injured list anymore, they're are they even questionable rating? No, not by not by Ben. If they're not questionable, that means they're in. <laughs> There's no way. They're, you know, um, I could see it though, Vam, just because again, they haven't been in a lineup in a while, and those guys just had to grind in Columbus. And they know how to play the counter. And fall was fine back there. You know, the, the big thing, the big issue we're going to have is Costa's attacking you from that side. Okay. Who can keep up with him? And he's not the fastest anymore, but he's skilled. And he could still pepper balls in. It's who do we trust to prevent the crosses in the first place to at least contest as best as possible and get the job done. Um, that That's the story. The others, yeah, Ibiaga, I... I'm still a little scared with him, but yeah, what are you going to do? Um, I am really hoping it's Hollingshead or Escobar. Either one interchangeable, I'm fine. Um, but I could see where you're at, Bam. I, I can. Yours is the logical, like most likely situation. Tony's is kind of the dream situation. I think that's where we're at is what's it going to be. So. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, but, but, but that being said, though, like I want Tony's lineup. I want that lineup. Mm-hmm. But I look at it going, if we can't get at least 60 minutes out of the right back, why, why start him? Yep. Yep. I think the other the other story in this lineup, whatever whoever's in the back line, we need more out of our midfield. A lot more. Tracking back. We know Ilya is going to do the job. But we need a little more from Acosta, especially on the turn and transition and setup. We need more from him with a little bit more offensive output. And Sifo, this sounds funny, but we need him to track back at times. It seems like they will overlap with their center backs because they've done it already. They'll overlap with their back line, and then our midfield won't follow it in. And it's killed us before. Last game, we had a defender score on us because tracking back didn't happen. We need more from them. I know it's going to be hard especially with the way they set it up, but everyone has to be all on deck to defend and do the job. We've seen Vela drop back at times. We know he will in this game. He wants it. But the midfield this week has got to really be careful about what they're doing. That That's my fear is that they're not going to. So we'll see. Uh, it, it's going to be, it's going to be tough. Tony, your takes on this match. It's literally a toss-up. Like we are getting people back at the right time. We don't know what's going to happen. It again, this is for some reason with us and them. It always you can never go by numbers. You can never go by anything. It's literally about luck. Upstairs, downstairs, freaking magic at this point. So it's. It, it's I don't even know where to where to begin is the best question is the best answer at the, at the end of the day. Tough, bam. Thoughts before we get into the comments from everybody because man, they're they're popping now. It's it's a perfect time to break the drought. Yep, I'm with the you. Curse, break the curse. The curse. It's a curse. Yeah, it's time to break it. It's time to get over it. It's time to move on. We know we're a better side than these fools. Yes, to get paid more than we do, apparently. Uh, but, hey, 
It's time for us to be money in this one. Have to be. Have to get the job done. Can't think too much about this match. We know what we have in us. We just got to get the job done. A um, couple of things. Looking at Chicharito and actually their goal scoring stats. Did you know that after Chicharito's five, the next guy is Costa with two? What? Doesn't doesn't yeah. surprise me. There's nothing after that. That's wild. This was like ones. Um, Edwards is your top assist man at five. Grand Sir on the bench at three. <laughs> Revelison on the bench at two. Question on the bench at one. The offensively, it's weird. It really is. So we shall see. All right. Let me get that in here to everybody. Let's see some comments. Let's make this happen. Oh, pulling all the way back to the last few comments. Ooh. For tomorrow, I'm recommending the boys are back in town by Thin Lizzy since it's the best excitement Carson has when LAFC invades. Uh, yeah, there's the boys are leaving town, right? We've got to leave LA for Carson. Uh, next nearest metropolis is Long Beach. What? Uh, <laughs> those guys. Uh, yeah, Mark Lopez. Only band I know from Carson is Booyah Tribe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. I could use the soundtrack from uh, Bring It, Bring It On, right? <laughs> Cal State Dominguez Hills, people. Uh, Jacob checking in. Ox. Unless Carson pays off the ref, we all know how. Well, knows how it always goes. Yeah, I'm a little worried after seeing uh, them basically cheat their way from the last round after, you know, basically they played a semi-pro team and a 16-year-old and had to get help from the ref to get through it. You always wonder. It's in the back of your head. But it's going to be yeah. interesting. It's going to be interesting with no VAR. You can't overturn your call. It's just what it yeah. is. And with what I was was reading yesterday on the pro referee site var is going to be changing really they're going to become the centralized var so it's going to be put in one place centralized it's going that route so like how in baseball they go to new york for rules clarification same thing is going to be for var and mls they're going to yeah. set up a video operations room in i think florida yeah, and yeah. all VAR all VAR is going to be there. Had to be Florida. I know NHL yeah. does it in Toronto, so they're yeah. centralized as well. But just some some points about it, though, is they could have refs doing more than one VAR game a weekend <laughs> if, if they're willing to and able to, but there will be a minimum of hours between games they can do, so they can have a break and all that. So pretty much you can have the same VR team for a Saturday game and then a Sunday uh, late game you have the same team for that so it'd be interesting a lot more scrutiny i think will be put on that yeah if it's centralized and the rules are there and it's consistent and the tech is probably going to be better since it's not a mobile set setup um it might be a better story it also removes them from the environment you know how crazy the environment gets at some of these games and it's just somebody real far away making the hard decisions you know good or bad on that it seems the way that most sports are doing it anyway. So yeah, and they will also still have a VAR room set up at stadiums for the foreseeable future in case there is a total loss of power at the 
uh, video operations room and they have enough time to get refs into that stadium to control it in stadium if need be. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes. But yeah. Should be interesting, yes. As long as they call it straight, that's all that matters. Really all that matters. Exactly. Oh, Robert, yeah, yeah. I, I, that's, and that's the yeah, go for it. While, while we're talking about refs, I've got another idea. No, no, no. no. Hear me out, Tony. Hear me out, Tony. Because right now, there's a lot of leagues that are finishing up. The problem with pro refs is there's not enough refs. So if a ref has a bad game, he's not held accountable. What we should, what pro refs should look at doing is going, hey, there are these up and coming younger refs over in England, over in Spain, that are getting FIFA accreditations. Hey, come to pro, get some more experience. And vice versa. Mm. When, when the MLS is over, look at sending some of the refs over there to get more experience in a wider place. Interesting. I was going to say no, because have you heard that? Remember that ref we talked about that like literally called 20 million fouls in a couple seconds? Like called it back, VAR called it back, all that stuff, that African ref? That and they end the game in the 85th minute or something like that? Yeah, exactly. He's going to the, the World Cup. Cup. He's going to the World <laughs> Cup. So this is why I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want him anywhere near this game or any game if he's going to the World Cup. Yeah, but like that, rest like that, though, if you have a bigger pool to choose from, you can sit him for three weeks, send him down to lower, lower leagues and all that kind of stuff and say, no, you are absolute garbage. Where if you have, a, if you have, like, as I said, right now, there's a lot of leagues finishing up around Europe and all that. You can't really go South American leagues, referees and all that because their seasons are kicking off. Get some more of the ones that seasons are finishing to come over, especially the young and up, up and coming ones that need more experience, need more training, all that kind of stuff. Even they just sit in the VAR room for a bit. It will be a way that they can expand the refereeing. So if you have a bad game, you sit the following week. Yeah, I just want welcome. accountability for pro, man. Yeah, I was going to say. I was going to say, and welcome to the heart of refereeing. <laughs> yeah, they're going to let us down. We already know this. We can expect it. We got to slam it. We got to kill it. We got to score a lot of goals against these fools. That's how it's got to be. You got to win by two just so they can't take it from you. Uh, there we go. Oh, Roberto Espinosa jumping in on Houston, saying Houston's looking okay. Uh, yeah, we might have to face them if we get through this Open Cup round, if and when, because uh, I think they're still in the run as well, right? They're not out. Um, that's real. Uh, Smalls having a chuckle at my expense. Mentioning Bradley. Yeah, can't help it. Isn't his team doing great this year, guys? Just just saying. Uh, LCB, it's okay. Tony's a tarot reader or a card dealer. What, what cards do you have, man? Because it looked a little bit creepy. Um, they're, they're tarot cards. I have my own tarot cards. Being up here in Topanga, it's like you learn a lot more things up here. So it's the I West Side. <laughs> <laughs> For all y'all who don't know, I'm in Topanga Canyon, like the actual canyon where like a lot of it's very artsy up here. It's very nice. Yes. Internet sucks, but very nice. 
We traded. Wait, we trade. He first he has a cat. Now he's got tarot cards. It's gonna be infomercials pretty soon here, man. You're getting close. No, I will not be freaking uh, whatever her name is. <laughs> <laughs> Number going across the bottom here. So that's how we're gonna fund Heart of LAFC. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Beast tomorrow. It says Ox Marzium can't be influenced by bad refs. It's an important match. Every match gets influenced by bad refs. Welcome to America. <laughs> Ooh, Mark Lopez. We deserve a COVID style cup. Embarrass them with a win over Carson. I'm ready for it. I'm so ready. I wouldn't be paying 60 bucks for a freaking ticket if I didn't think we had a chance. So, yeah, that's how much we're paying. Ha ha. Uh, hoping it isn't a one sided match. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, question for the panel. Who do you see playing a full 90 and who do you see coming off of the bench? Uh, I think we kind of threw it right, Bam. A Poku and Blessing off the bench for sure. 100%. Yeah, but I can see, like I always said, Force playing a little full 90, Ilya a full 90, um, Acosta a full 90, Max a full 90. Mario. Mario, yep. Vela possibly, depending on the scoreline. Yeah. You forget about Hollingshead's off the bench. Hollingshead definitely off, or, or Escobar off the bench, depending on the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definite. They're all getting playtime, and that's what we know. Whoever gets it first. Um, Chris Estomo, probably not. Probably not. I would, probably I not. Probably not. <laughs> uh, Janela, eh, maybe. Oh, the moose, We're dude. For- the moose. Janela, we're up 5-0 with two minutes to go. Still don't trust it. Still don't trust it. I think he's okay against Columbus. Wasn't creating much, but he's okay. Um, but Moose could get some minutes in this thing. Angry Moose, I'm telling you. I mean, we get five subs, so we get some good options here. Right? It's all going to be situational, that's for sure. Good question, Beast. Uh, Ox, they're gonna throw everything they have against us. We already know they all go on, yeah, especially for the first 20 minutes. We have to survive the first 20 minutes. Sometimes you have to say that and cry about it and BNM about it, but gosh, gotta get through that first 20 minutes. We didn't do it last time, we saw how it ended. Oh, <laughs> I like you, Ox. I'm gonna throw up there Zavaleta, Marky, Question. These names all sound familiar, just like Vanny. Yeah. What team did they happen to play for? I just was it the one they pretty much absorbed in Carson? At least their academy was absorbed by them, right? I'm just saying. It is, it, it's the hard truth. They hate the people that they employ. That, that I guess that's it's self-hate at this point because it ain't us. We weren't employed by that team. Those guys were. Uh, keep calling us that every time you call us that it's a victory for us because you're still thinking in the past and I know the last time those guys played is the last time you actually won a trophy so that's probably what this is about it's it's your own little version of uh, what is it chicken soup right they're feeling good about themselves because it's a time when they were relevant so good on them fine keep it up deal with it you're still playing Carson and you can't change that Moving on. Edwards probably injured them in practice so he could start. <laughs> he is a snake. He is a snake. <laughs> Love it. Uh, risk one, two, four. Hopefully they don't use Vela as a super sub guest game. No chance, man. 
Uh, yeah, I think you'd revolt if he wasn't in the starting lineup. You'd have a war on your hands because Vela wants this thing. That's for sure. No way he's coming off the bench in this. Bam's looking at me like maybe. Nah, no way. No way. Uh, Marvin Chavez, don't think Mario is on the Open Cup roster. What? Uh, how about that? Uh, Ibiaga, Daniel. Yeah, no. Marvin Chavez, fall. <laughs> Carlos C. Uh, I'm on the late train. Don't like the, the Chiellini signing. Tell us why, man. Tell us why. Throw it in there. Then we can hear your, your thoughts on that one. Uh, Beast, uh, Henry off the bench. Maybe, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Uh, Ox. Henry will be. I don't see it. I Not in this one. I just don't see it. And he did get tested at right back. So it's something to think about. He did get tested as a right back in this last match. So. Uh, Carlos C, I think that money would be better served signing some depth at right back all of a sudden, right? Yeah, we didn't really create a replacement for Kim Moon Wan, right? Hollingshead was meant for the left side, not the right side, and he just seemed to work out. So, yeah, we're light. We're light on those backs. I see that. Probably going to go with somebody younger, I figure, to fill it, but we'll see. Uh, open cup roster is locked. I don't think so because they're part, they've been a part of our roster from day one. That's that's the roster. Like, I don't think there's anybody they left off. If they're eligible, they're eligible. I think the only ones that are not eligible that are locked is Vegas, the people from Vegas, because they played in the cup. And I think that's the only ones, quote unquote, locked. And then if I believe, I don't quote me on this, but maybe if we any new signings can't also not play in the U.S. Open Cup. Yeah, it could be that that situation, but I haven't heard any issue with guys not getting to play. That's interesting. Uh, Beast, only way I see Janela playing is we're up by two goals and to kill time subbing, and he's done that before. <laughs> Roberto Espinosa is with you on that. Uh, Ox says, our guys are capable of beating Carson. They just really need to put it all out there. I don't think it's about putting it all out there. I think it's about them just psyching themselves out. They don't play like LAFC in these games. It's like something's missing. There's, there's, they're off a step. It's psychological. I, I get that. Uh, I, I think there's no doubt about that, that there's just seem off when they play these guys. And it doesn't really make sense to me because we've played much more difficult teams and stepped up. But this one, I don't know. It's a weird situation. Again, they need to score first. If they do that, floodgates open up. And this one's going to be a fun one. But they can't concede early. And that's where Beast is here. He says, LSU needs to win tomorrow night at all costs. Don't concede early. Punch them straight in the mouth. Draw first blood. Players need to wake up tomorrow and know that and know they're winning. Yeah, we're going to be there. We're going to be singing. No matter what, we're going to be making our noise. It's going to be beautiful. I'm telling you. The stand's going to be beautiful. Uh, we just need it on the field, too. Good stuff. Uh, bam. Oh, I like this one. Mark Lopez, Bam trying to start the young DP refs program. <laughs> Designated a ref. Just try and get better refs for us. Right. Uh, Ox, um, the refs will be chewed up out in Europe. <laughs> they have some issues there too, man. It's, it's, that's a universal issue. Uh, yes, Ox is going to the World Cup. 
Uh, let's see. Espinosa, I hope the squad finally figures out this game. It's one of the most important games of the season. It is the most important game of the season to date. This is a knockout match. This is bragging rights. It's a cup. That's all that matters. Look at the bracket, guys. If you can get through Carson, I can't see anybody else on those lineups that can stop us. This is the one. This this is our real final as far as I'm concerned. This is the one. You make a run if you get through this match. You'll get to the final. It'll happen, but you got to get through this one. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Roberto Espinosa pod sponsor. Right? No pod. No, no, no. Uh, pod sponsors here. Hey, uh, my cousin Justin is stepping in. Yes. Says go Union Omaha, take down Minnesota and make it to the final eight. If you don't know, Justin lives in Omaha. Uh, when I went out to visit him last year, oh boy, throwback, right? I think that was like almost exactly last year, uh, a year ago. Uh, we went to an Omaha match with the guys and, uh, Victor was kind enough to host us as we met with their supporters and they're still in the race. I hope they get the win. Pray they get the win. I'm rooting for them, man. It's a dream season for them. And it's huge for them financially if they can get these little bonuses and keep moving forward. So good stuff, Justin. Thanks for throwing out out there. Definitely giving our our, our good vibes to, to Union Omaha as well. Oh, definitely. And and to be honest, if we don't win it, I want them to win it. Magic right? of the Cup. Keep it running. Keep I don't want the MLS team to win it. Either them or us. Yeah, you got to kill it and go to penalties every week. Yeah, that's fine. Do it. Make it happen. Uh, but, yeah, all good on them. I love it. Ox is on board as well. Another Midwestern supporter. Dig it. Uh, Jason in the mix. Jason says, saw Carson fan at my daughter's uh, school today. We had a decent talk. Dude, right? Uh, they always get a little interesting these days. They really do. Uh, Ox. Could it, could it be they feel the pressure and gets in their heads, the mentality changes? I do think there's something to it. I do. I do think there's something weird. Uh, Jason and Joseph nailed it. I think they play like Little Brother playing big. I just think they 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 think too much instead of play their game. That That's where I see it. But this is why we bought experienced players. We brought guys in, veterans that have been through the, the battles, that have won cups, that have done things right to get over this situation so no excuses step up for sure like ox says uh ox is must win match not only will they be uh eliminated from the cup run but they'd finally be getting beat at their rental home i love the rental home or the fact that the place got improvements for an nfl team not the team that calls the place home um corporate is as corporate does uh yeah fun times uh ugly stadium looks like a texas football stadium high school football stadium uh yeah uh we'll see we'll get there we'll have fun i'm sure they're gonna cage us in and we'll make our noise and make it happen but uh yeah this is a huge opportunity nothing bigger than this game so far in the rivalry this is the biggest one i don't care about says it's a knockout match in their house it doesn't get bigger you were forced into this situation now it's happened the draw fell the way it did Bring it. You're not a champion unless you can be a champion here as well. So win it in Southern California before you move on for all the next. Love it, Ox. Good, man. All right. Thank you, everybody, for the comments. Ooh, Louis V. Do you see that sliding in under the tag there so you can get included as well? Love it. Louis V says, 
they fear us now they know it we roll in deep for sure yeah i mean the shenanigans just in the lead up to this for ticket sales tells you they're worried so shenanigan madness and all that fun stuff and and uh yeah making it hard on all of us talking smack to the supporters today shows where their heads are at you don't What's see up? us doing that I was like, they, they weren't talking smack. They were talking about smack some other supporters. You know, the 3552 or something. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. It that wasn't was, us. The code for his, his password for his luggage or code for his luggage. I don't know. Again, he's worried about our number 10 more than he's worried about our 3252 because he's going to have some trouble with him tomorrow. So, screw that guy. All right. Good. Uh, thank you, everybody, for the comments. Absolutely amazing. In the lead up, I see none of you guys are scared. You're all feeling a bit bullish. I didn't see much concern in those comments, which is a good thing. That means you guys are ready for it. You're not afraid of these dudes. You want to make it happen. So looking on, do your best. Get there. Get to the game if you possibly can. Watch it wherever you can. Have fun. There's viewing parties I've heard of as well. Uh, I believe crew is at Chuparia for this one, which is close to the stadium. So if you can't get into the game, there's a viewing party there that I heard of. There might be a few that are popping up. Uh, so do it. Make it happen. Get with your, your LAFC fam and celebrate this game. Support them all the way through. Wear your colors. Tomorrow's LAFC day as far as I'm concerned. So dress accordingly, people. All right. Custom is for the final thought of the day. So I think it's Bam's turn, sir. Are you ready for this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just pulling something up. Um so final thought for the day we have a big game tomorrow we got Carson away it is one of our biggest games for the years especially with it being a final a knockout it's a win or go home plain and simple i want us to go there play as the best we can and get what we need which is to continue on in the tournament after this game, I'm going to be sitting back, getting ready to watch. After this podcast, sorry, I'll be sitting back, getting ready to watch Barcelona the versus the A-League All-Stars, which are missing some players because there's the A-League Grand Final this weekend. Now, ticket prices for that are on par to what they're charging for this game over here. The cheapest ticket's about 40 bucks, and active ticket's 60 bucks and all that. But a friend of mine just sent me something. You go to McDonald's, spend 15 bucks, and you get a family ticket to the grand final. <laughs> I'm looking at this, and the one thing I got to ask is, why do they call McDonald's Maccas? It abbreviates it, makes it shorter, makes it easier. But yeah, so... Isn't it... But isn't it just Mick at the end of the day? Mickey D's, right? Yeah, Mickey D's, yeah. Well, it's McDonald's. Mac Maccas. Oh, I, again, yeah, but dude, fifteen bucks for a big game. Like, can you imagine that here? Like, it's just not happening. Yeah. For for I, I for the biggest game of the year, you've got Melbourne City who are trying to go back to back. Um, toilet seats. You got West totally United. Cool. <laughs> you got West United, who this is their third year playing there in their first grand final. Who have to give a shout out to Steve Horvat from West United as. He is a LAFC fan. He's come over to many games. 
he's met with the front FO because he's trying to get um get the club, get the stadium built to how it should be built and all that kind of stuff. Go give give shout out to him. But for for this week, let's go out there, let's get the win. Whether it, let's get the win before penalties. I don't want to go in penalties, don't want to go in extra time. Let's get the win in 90 minutes and let's all meet back here for the next pod and have a wonderful day. Let's give them the Dallas treatment in the first half, right? That's what we want. That's what we need. You know, if you're going to win it, bend it big. Let's go. Let's do it. I love it, Bam. Love it. Uh, Tony? Can't emphasize how big this game is. Yes, they can make fun of it for saying, well, this is the biggest game. Yes, this is the biggest game of the season. I don't care who you are. Anytime a rivalry game comes in, it is the biggest game until the next rivalry game, until the next championship game, until so on and so forth. But at the moment, we need to show up, support. They need to show up and play balls out and go hard. And also be safe out there. And just because they're going to be trying anything to pretty much tarnish our names when it's not us, it's them. And so be be safe. Um, if you're going to be driving out there, you know the drill. You There's already a special parking lot field, so make sure... I know just make sure you don't have valuables in there is the best way. You never know you because sometimes it's sketchy stuff happens. So just be, be safe out there. And then of course, since Bam will be watching that, I'll be watching uh, Champions League, my Madrid winning their next Champions League against a actual uh, against Liverpool. And uh, you know, you play for the crest. You don't play for the money. I don't care what you say. If it's a boyhood club, you play for them. You don't play because you don't want to leave home. You play for your boyhood club, and I don't. And that's what I would do, too. So uh, we don't need you. We have a better French forward. So, Dang. A little bitter right there, I just got to say. Just a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, I... Sorry, Tony, but I am definitely pulling towards uh, Liverpool for this one because Klopp is Klopp, and that's just how it is. Uh, <laughs> look at Bam shaking his head. Uh, yeah, it is what it is. Moving on from that, let's talk about our football because that's what matters. Biggest moment we could have here in our short history. Yes, we took him out of a playoff game. That was beautiful. But this is the Open Cup. There's not many wins away. It's close. You can feel it. It's there. If they try to tell you that it's not a big deal, that we're overreacting, then why do they keep talking about us? Why do their players have us as the conversation? Why does their club play games when it comes to ticketing and all that fun stuff? What's with all the gamesmanship? If it's not a big deal, why do you keep treating it like a big deal? We see where you're at. We see where your heads are at. It's just where we need you to be, to be honest. Overconfident, thinking you got it. But now we're coming in angry. That last game, what you got away with last game, trust me, that's in every player's head, every fan's head, every supporter's head. They know they got ripped off the last time. And now 
in a very short amount of time while we're still hot about that. Yeah. Now you get us. Now you get us. And it's not, I hope we win. No, it's, we're coming in for war. It's on. We're ready for it. I'm ready. Tony's ready. Bam's ready. The faithful are ready. We're going to fill that thing. It's going to get a bit sketch because a lot of you are going to be mixed in with their, with their fans. Don't worry. They like to watch their cell phones a lot. It's okay. Uh, just stand up for yourself. Be smart about it. Don't get stuck in dumb situations and move together as groups. Couple tips. Uh, and of course, represent us with style, with grace, with a, again, full passion for 90 minutes. Don't get lost in it. Game is going to get hard. Keep making the noise. You guys are unlike anyone else in this league. You've changed things. You know you have. Keep doing it. This is another chance to do that. I think that's pretty much where my head's going to be at with this. Um, those you need to take the bus, follow the instructions. They're all coming out right now. Check in with your local supporter group to get the details. We're not going to be posting those everywhere because obviously public safety has to win the day. I know that's the reality of it all. So check in with your local supporter group uh, leadership. 3252, check your emails. They're sending the details out. It's on, guys. It's real. I'll see you all tomorrow who can make it to the game. And, of course, signing off. Tony, final word of the day? Stay golden. Bam. Stay golden. And from me to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles. For listening to the heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over.